Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. It's great that you're here with us. 888-900-3393. And Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, before we get rolling into our uh, ton of stuff, you know, things on the border, so the crisis continues. Um, and then there's talk of uh, more banning of conservatives on social media. I, I don't know where all this ends up. Hmm. Soviet Union, maybe? That's, that seems to be kind of the path we're on right now. Uh, 888-933-93. Let me tell you first, though, about Home Title Lock, because if you watched 60 Minutes and you own a home, you probably just got really nervous. FBI's former head of cybercrimes warned homeowners that foreign and domestic thieves can steal your home and they do it all online. That's because home titles and mortgages are kept in databases that can be hacked. And if you have equity in your home, here's what they do. They simply forge your name onto your home's title, uh, use your home as collateral, or they forge their name onto your home's title. Then they use your home as collateral to borrow cash and stick you with the payments and no bank or identity theft program can protect you from this. You need home title lock. It's America's leading title and mortgage guardian. For pennies a day, home title lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. If cyber thieves ever tamper with it, they mobilize to help shut it down. Now, you could already be compromised. Here's how to find out. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and get registered for your free title scan and report. That's usually 100 bucks. They'll throw that in for free. Don't let cyber thieves steal your home. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed. And he's on the plates. Okay, this is really good news. Uh, Since just last September, stop copying off my work, Keith. What are you doing? Mind your own business. So he says, this is really good news. And I'm torn. I'm like, wait a minute. No way is Pat starting with good news. Yes, I I bet it's not. It is. (laughs) It is. Only 1% of the entire populations of Guatemala and Ecuador (laughs) have entered the United States. Only how much? Only 1% of those countries. Only the 1%. (laughs) Just 1%. It's not everybody. (laughs) That's going to take a year or two. But in the last nine <laughs> months, 1% of the populations of two significant nations on Earth have left those nations and illegally entered ours. So that's that's good news. That's really good news. That's good news. Yes, yes. Because these are just good, decent, hardworking family people that are going to enrich this country. Right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He's going to enrich, enrich the enrich country. Enrich the country. That's what they're going to do. They're, they're going to add their uniqueness to our own, and it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> Can I look now? 3% of the population of one Guatemalan county has crossed into the U.S. <laughs> this is, I mean, what is the number where this becomes a problem for the left? Is there a number where it becomes a... What if everybody leaves Guatemala and comes here? What if they just have one giant Guatemalan caravan that empties <laughs> out their country and they all come here? You got one shot. Problem? Just everybody? Yeah, you, you everybody got come one on shot. In. They can't stop all of you. <laughs> just everybody come on in. Everybody in Honduras, come on in. When would it become unsustainable to the left? 
I mean, when is this a crisis situation to them? 1% of their populations of two countries uh, in nine months have flowed into the United States. But there's no crisis. That there's no crisis. Okay, good. (laughs) I mean, it's not... 20% 20% of the country. No, it's yeah, right. It's a right. mere. It's, as we said, it's 100%. not everybody yet. So, you know, get over it. And and that's what, and that's just the 1% that's come since September? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a nine-month figure. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how long it takes to empty out a country, but. Um, oh. You know. Not much longer. You would think somewhere along the way somebody might suggest, hey, you know what? Let's really encourage strongly in strongly worded uh, memos maybe uh, to the Hondurans and Guatemalans fix your country do something for your people it's not our job to do something for your people we've got a tough enough task with the 325 million we have here now we it's that analogy that you, you know you're going to swamp the boat uh, if if all, how many people were on the Titanic? 5,000? If all 5,000 tried to get into one one uh, rowboat, one lifeboat, uh, that's not going to work, is it? Hmm. Well, that's what happens. I mean, that's, you're swamping our boat. And then we can't help anybody. It just doesn't make sense to allow this. No matter how compassionate you are, it doesn't make sense. It's unsustainable. They love to talk about sustainability. Why don't they in this case? Are you Is this even remotely sustainable? Come on. Nothing makes sense. Whether we're talking about immigration mm-hmm. or, or all of the radical things that have been proposed by these Democratic candidates that you hold the list on your computer because it's just so stunning where we're at. But another thing that doesn't make sense is is the abortion thing. I mean, that is maddening one after another. And we got fun stuff with that today. Uh, it's yep. nothing nothing that we're discussing in politics makes any sense right now. And it's all really important. This is this is all these are all things, especially abortion. That's so huge. And the election is just gigantic. Because all of these problems get a lot worse with a Democrat president and a Democrat House. And heaven forbid they ever got control of the Senate, too. Jeez. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we can't allow a scenario like 2008 to happen. It can't happen. Got this list of the uh, 2020 Democrats. That there's one line about each of them. Oh, from Axios. This is good stuff. <laughs> to just kind of describe the candidate, what they're all about. Uh, like Joe Biden. Let's start with Joe. Since he's the leader. Hey, Remember Obama? (laughs) Also, I can beat Trump. That's his one line. Mm -hmm. Bernie Sanders. Revolution. (laughs) Thanks to me. He takes credit for pushing the rest of the field toward uh, progressive proposals he championed first, like Medicare for all. And and he should, because that's right. Mm -hmm. That is what's happened. Everybody's adopted his socialism. The whole field has adopted Bernie Sanders policies. Uh, Pete Buttigieg. The fresh face. How many other Midwestern gay millennial Afghanistan veteran mayors are there in the race? (laughs) Not that many. Uh, Kamala Harris, the largest working and middle class tax cut in a generation. She calls it 
the Lift Act would provide a tax credit of up to six thousand a year. Uh, Elizabeth Warren, the wealth tax, two percent tax on Americans with more than fifty million in assets. She's also running a policy-heavy campaign in general. Beto, as of this week, it's his five trillion dollar climate change plan. Wow, that is gross. Wow, Cory Booker. His theme is justice for all, including criminal justice reform and an expansion of the earned income tax credit. Amy Klobuchar, uh, she depicts herself as a practical Democrat. She's almost trying to say she's moderate, I think. Uh, and I don't know that that works in the party anymore. <laughs> right. I don't, I don't think so. Her first policy proposal was a $1 trillion infrastructure plan, though. Well, they're already Trump is already beating that. He's got a $2 trillion idea. Michael Bennett, another moderate who calls himself a pragmatic idealist. He oh, rejects yeah. popular Democrat proposals. He rejects Medicare for all and free college. I didn't know anybody in the field rejected that. Well, wow. Mm. He just entered last week, though. Yeah, he's that ball of fire, that <clears throat> yeah. ball of energy we saw on uh, CBS this morning. Right. We're still learning about that guy. Julian Castro, he's put out an immigration plan. Oh, you know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. That rolls back policies implemented by Trump and George Bush. Oh, good. Good. Uh, John Delaney, he promises only bipartisan proposals in his first 100 days. Tulsi Gabbard, she says she's anti-war. We'll talk to both adversaries and friends in the pursuit of peace. Yay. Can't we all just get along? Kirsten Gillibrand, uh, she's emphasized issues like sexual assault and reproductive rights, but her first campaign proposal is a clean elections campaign finance plan. All right. <laughs> Mike Gravel... Mike Ravel's in this? Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't even know he was in. Wow. Congrats. There's one that flew under the radar. Wow. He's running on a platform of ending all wars. Oh, that's good. You know, what if we could turn all of the bomber jet planes into butterflies above our nation? Wouldn't that be wonderful? Wouldn't that be wonderful? What if we just all held hands and wished for mean things not to happen anymore? That Can works? We, yeah, I think so. Oh. We'll ask Mike. I like that. He wants to end all wars. Let's try it. Let's all join hands and think pleasant thoughts of peace. That should do it. <laughs> I think so. Wow. I think we're done at that point. Wow. And who who <laughs> knew that, that Mike was uh, running for president in the first place? <clears throat> Nobody. And when you go to uh, MikeGravel.org, is this huge thing that says, war, what is it good for? Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Say it again, Pat. Uh, uh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jay Inslee. Oh, wait. I don't want to I don't want to skip John Hickenlooper. Oh, yeah, don't skip uh, yeah. Don't skip Hick- Hickenlooper. Oh, no. What is the one thing uh, about him? He's a centrist and is basing his campaign on that, criticizing progressive democrat proposals like the Green New Deal. Oh. And he goes to Pornoflix with his mom. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. But you didn't he didn't know. I mean, he knew it was naughty. You don't want to lead with that as your as your one-liner here on Axios. So. He didn't know Deep Throat was actually porn. Uh, Jay Inslee, he's basing his campaign on fighting climate change. Mm. Wayne Messam, his big idea yeah. is canceling student loan debt. That's wonderful. And running Miramar, Florida. His uh, campaign advisors hope he'll do well in southern states and with African-American voters. All right. Um, <laughs> Good luck with that. 
<sighs> Seth Moulton. Yeah. You, oh. can, you can't forget Seth Moulton. I already did. What, what is he for? What, what Foreign mean? policy, national security, and defense. That's wait, what he's all wait, about. Wait, look at that. It took, I, I, in two seconds, I forgot his name. What is it again? Seth Moulton. And what is he? Who, who? M-O-U-L-T-O-N. Oh, he's a congressman, right? Well, you got me. Uh, I don't know. I've never heard of Massachusetts congressman, yeah. Never heard of Seth Moulton until I keep seeing his name <laughs> as one of the candidates. Tim Ryan says he wants to rebuild the middle class. He's concerned about the decline of the industrial Midwest. Eric Swalwell running on gun control, as we all know. Uh, Marianne Williamson, she's calling for a moral and spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the Democrat Party, that's got to be some kind of awakening. <laughs> Wake up! Andrew Yang, he uh-huh. wants to give every citizen $1,000 a month. We've talked about that. Universal basic income to combat job replacement from automation. So, so. Uh, you want to hear more about them? Any of them nope. tweaked your interest? Nope. Why? Mm-mm. Uh, uh, go to their website. So I, I Googled Seth Moulton, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, do you remember Marie Harf, uh, yep. who was at the uh, mm-hmm. State Department? State Department under Obama. Spokesperson. Yep. So um, she went to Fox News, as you know, mm-hmm. and now she is leaving Fox News to join Moulton's campaign. Is she really? Isn't that something? <laughs> yeah. Wow. So uh, Good, because she shouldn't be on Fox. Yeah. She's terrible. That's, she's terrible. <sighs> so... It's just a brief outline from all of them, um, and just to review their wonderful policies, many of them have, almost all of them, well, I think three of them identified themselves as moderate. So maybe three of them don't agree with all of these extreme radical and socialist policies, but just to remind you what the Democrats are standing for, open borders, eliminating ICE. Income taxes uh, are going up including 70% by some of them. Uh, The Green New Deal, socialized medicine, socialized higher education, eliminating student student debt, legalized infanticide. I'm just going to call it what it is. It's it's beyond late-term abortion. What they're doing with abortion is so evil. It's got to be called out. Uh, Reparations to minorities... They want to pack the Supreme Court so that they can get their way on everything, so that they can uh, throw off the balance of this country. They want to eliminate the Electoral College. They want to lower the voting age to 16. They want felons, some of them, voting from prison. And at least two of them are talking about confiscating guns, Swalwell and Cory Booker. Any one of these policies could cripple us. Any one. In combination, it's, uh, it's the end of the United States Pick of America. Pick your poison. Pick your poison with this with this group and what they stand for. It's, That's a no-win situation for America on um, any of these issues. It, it's seriously frightening. Frightening. Uh, you know, we've said this I don't know how many times, but it is so true this time. It's truer now than it's ever been in our history. This is by far the most important election of all time. The most important election in the history of america and because america is so important in the history of the world and what's great is the rest of the world thinks that they want some of these other guys they want any of them over trump it's really pathetic we can't let it happen we've got to be active we got to activate our friends we have to let them know how help them understand how critical this is how they got to get involved they got to talk to people about things. They have to be active in campaigns. Become electors while there is an electoral college. 
campaign for that. Go to your conventions. Do do something. We we all have to do it now. Otherwise, I mean, our freedom's in peril. Yeah, and I I found it amazing and very um, encouraging that pro-lifers really jumped all over this Sims guy up in Pennsylvania to the point where social media, um, until they're banned, is still able to organize. And folks mm-hmm. like um, Matt Walsh and Lila Rose and um, Abby Johnson are getting together, and they're going to protest in front of that uh, Planned Parenthood in Philadelphia. We can talk about it more oh, later. But um, I hope that guy shows up again, and yeah, somebody is they've there. They've invited to, him. They've invited him. Did they to show up and let's talk? Let's have this conversation. And so mm-hmm. they're going to do that at 11 a.m. Eastern uh, Friday morning. So it's good that they're That's great. getting together. Yeah, and we don't do pushing that stuff. back. That's we, not what we do. Right. We've got great. jobs. We've got families. <laughs> Thank you. We've got lives. And uh, we don't want to do that. We don't want to stand out on street corners and yell at people as they pass by. Nobody wants to do that. But in this abortion fight, it's really important. And, and, and you know, the big crime that these pro-lifers were doing, these teenage girls and this old lady, were praying, praying in front of the Planned Parenthood. Well, you can't do that. Separation of church and state. You can't do that. That's Look at the separation of church and state clause in the Constitution. I don't have that kind of When you of time. find those words, yeah, uh, give me a call. Uh-huh. And, uh, well, hey, find those words in the Constitution. Well, that's helpful because then no call is coming. It's helpful, <laughs> right. helpful that you don't answer that your phone right. anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wouldn't so matter. It works out. Even if you found it, it wouldn't yeah. matter. Well, you can call this. It, we'll, we answer this phone. Uh-huh. So. Uh, 888-900-3393. Let me take a minute and tell you about uh, a way to get a little bit healthier in your life. And there's no excuse anymore not to get the nutrition you need. Um, because it's as simple now as putting in one scoop in a cup of water. Stir it up, drink it down, and you're done. Uh, Field of Greens from Brickhouse Nutrition. It's not some fly-by-night supplement. It's not extracted from anything or created in a laboratory, uh, something that's going to harm your kidneys or your liver. Field of Greens, uh, every scoop is a full serving of real USDA organic fruits and vegetables, complete with antioxidants. It's got... um, uh, pre and they're pre and probiotic boost your immune system. It's it's really good stuff and it tastes good. So go to brickhousepat.com. Uh, when you do, enter the promo code pat and you'll get fifteen percent off your first order. I mean, if it if it weren't for Field of Greens, I wouldn't get any uh, vegetables in my diet and no vegetables that are good for me anyway. Uh, so. If you don't get vegetables in your diet, this is a great way to go. BrickhousePat.com. 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. A healthier you awaits. It's BrickhousePat.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Yesterday, we were going over the... uh, some of the top-selling albums of all time. One of the albums that was in there was uh, Jewel. One of Jewel's al- albums was Pieces of You. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. And it uh, brought to mind her song, Hands. My, my hands are small, I know. <laughs> but they're not yours. They are my own, and uh, <laughs> I will not be broken. So it reminded me of something uh, from a long time ago that I did. Uh, at a, I'm, I think I was in Salt Lake City when this happened, actually. When her song came out, and I was still doing music radio. And this is one of the throwback Thursday. Do you have that? You do uh, that sound effect, Martin? No. 
No. He can't. He's, he's, he's got to go across the room. He's acting like he can. Oh, he's got to go he's across the room. He's acting like he can. Oh, I didn't even realize Martin was here today. Yeah. I guess his alarm must have gone off. Must have. Apparently. And uh, <laughs> there we go. So the guy does twice in a row or good? twice in a week, uh-huh. and, and you can't let it go, Keith. I can't. There's not can't much that I can't let go, Pat. Anyway, oh. uh, we thought we'd bring it back for... Uh, you ready? No. He's not. See? Thru- it's, uh, he can't. He couldn't do it. Tell you? He couldn't do it. He can't do it. I thought he was don't better than he is. Don't believe in Martin. Wow. I thought he was better than he Hashtag is. Hashtag don't believe in Martin. Very disappointing. Throwback Thursday. Thursday. This is where I just called Thursday. people randomly <laughs> and uh, recited the lyrics of the dumb song Hands to them. <laughs> <laughs> Just That's to see awesome. if they'd say, "Excuse me, this is these you're reciting song lyrics." <laughs> uh, you may be surprised to note that they never do. Oh no! <laughs> Hello. Hi. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that my hands are small, I know, but they're not yours. They are my own, and I will not be broken. This is Seven Eleven store. Right. What did you need? I just needed to let you know that, you know, my hands are small, I know, but they're not yours. They are my own, and I will not be broken. Okay. All right? Okay. Okay. All right. I don't think he got it. No, he did not. Body Haven. Hello? Whoa. Hello? Hi. I just uh, wanted to call and let you know that um, my hands are small. I know, but they're, they're not yours. They are my own. What are you talking about? And I will not be broken. What are his hands? I'm, I'm talking about my hands. <laughs> you know, they're, they're small. Do you have the, the right number? Yeah, I think so. I was calling you uh, to let you know that uh, my hands are small. I know, but they're not yours. They are my own. And, and I, won't, I will not be broken. Okay. Okay? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I don't think she got it more. either. No. I just, it's a hunch. Somebody's got to catch on, right? Yeah, this third third time's a charm. Hello? Hi. Hi. Can I tell you something? <laughs> my hands are small, I know. Uh, oh, but they're not yours. They are my own. <laughs> and I will not be broken. Not yours. They are my own. Okay. What the hell is that supposed to mean? I don't know. <laughs> but I just wanted to share that with you. That my hands are small. I know, but they're they're not yours. They are my own. And uh, I will not be broken. What in the hell is the nature of this phone call? I just wanted to share that with you. Why? Because it's something I feel strongly about. And what would that be? That my hands are small. I know. But they're not yours. They are my own. And uh, and I will not be broken. I'm hanging out because I'm extremely confused and bewildered. All right. Bewildered. <laughs> yeah, nobody cut on. Nobody cut on, surprisingly. Uh, so nobody won. There were no bad. big winners in that. Particular thing because that was an important mm-hmm. message. It was. I thought it was important. Yeah, I felt as I said, I felt pretty strongly about it, and uh, I'm not sure why. It was just something I needed to get out, and I did. So, and now well, that song's in my head, and there it is. Throwback Thursday, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three.
Uh, oh, this is kind of fun. We were just telling you about the Democrat candidates. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a new one. Really? Just announced. We got his a new one. Candidacy. Uh, Ami Horowitz. Ami Horowitz is running for the Democratic <laughs> Party's presidential nomination because all their current candidates are insane. This is great. I hope he gets in. Yeah. This would be fun because obviously conservative. He does those great videos. I love it. And. Uh, I mean, for America.org is where you can donate a dollar. What he needs is 65,000 people to donate a dollar, and he'll be on stage for next month's Democrat debate. How great would that be to get him in the debate? Is it really that simple? Do they have to put you on stage if you get $65,000 or 65,000 donors? Yeah. He explains it uh, in the video. That is crazy. Do you want to see him actually make this announcement? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's do this. Let's, let's see that. My name is Ami Horowitz, and I'm running for the Democratic nomination to be President of the United States. The Democratic Party has become the party of socialism, open borders, and late-term abortions. They've become so radicalized over the past several years that I have felt compelled to try to bring some sanity into the discussion. In order for me to qualify to get on the Democratic debate stage, I need to raise money from 65,000 individual donors. Even a single dollar will do. So if you want to see me throw an intellectual hand grenade on the Democratic debate stage and hold yes, them please. accountable, go to AmiForAmerica.com and donate some money. Send some cash. Anything. I'm going to wait while you do that. I'm seriously gonna gonna wait. I'm gonna wait until you send me the money. <laughs> Anytime. Just just go ahead and do it. It's cool. I'm, I'm gonna wait around. Honey, can you make me a sandwich? Be something else. I mean, you'd have to have some serious giblets to get on that stage with those people. And that would be difficult. But fun. Uh, I really hope he makes it. I'd love that. That would be awesome. And, you know, let, let's shine a light on, on these candidates. Yes. And the stuff that they've said and what they say they stand for. It'd be great. Uh, all right. Apparently, Joe Biden's presidential campaign's already sunk, at least on Google. Users are reporting that the former vice president's official 2020 campaign page is nowhere to be found on the first page results. <laughs> when you search the term Joe Biden, his stuff doesn't show up until the second page. Even worse for the front runner, a realistic looking parody site featuring images of Biden touching women and children appears to be doing quite well on Google and other major search engines, particularly when you search for Joe Biden website. <laughs> Yeah, and there's a lot of merchandise that you could buy on this parody website. Um, some I'll bet that's shirts. fun. I want to see some of these uh, products that they're selling there. There's uh, Joe. Uh, <laughs> Here's Joe holding Joe from behind. We've okay. seen that one. That's really funny. What else we got going on here? Uh, uh, Uncle Joe with the hands uh, in strategic <laughs> places. What's it say? I'll stand with Uncle Joe. Uh-huh. Will you? Uh, hiding, hiding from, from Biden. Biden. That's That's great. I like that one. That's really good. And uh, Joe Biden. Uh, what's that say? Uh, touched me. Touched Joe me. Biden That's touched right. me. That's right. Joe Biden touched me. Uh, yeah. I think Rob had that idea before the parody site did. Funny. Mm. That's really funny. 
Uh, Joe Biden has a good feel for the American people and knows exactly what they really want deep down. Reads Joe Biden info. Uh, he's happy to open up and reveal himself to voters, and will give a and will give a pounding to anybody who gets in the way. Oh, oh no! <laughs> All right. So that's uh, that's kind of fun for the front runner, who's by the way thirty two points ahead. Shocking. Of second place, Bernie Sanders. God, it's crazy. Uh, it's, I mean, that's. Do you think he's going to go wire to wire with the Democratic nomination? I don't know. That's hard to do. We'll see. I, I kind of hope so, because the other alternatives are not good. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Do you have a stoplight on your kitchen table to let you know when to stop eating? No, of course you don't. But you do have a stoplight inside your body that's natural. It's called OEA. That's what sends a signal to your brain that you're full. But for some of us, that signal just isn't strong enough. And so you keep eating right through that stoplight. It's like you roll right through that, uh, as I have a few times and been ticketed for uh, on the streets of of Dallas-Fort Worth. Mm -hmm. So you can get your body some help. It's Riduzone. Riduzone contains OEA. It's formulated to help you know when you're full and send a stronger signal, a natural signal that you're fuller naturally. Willpower will only get you so far to fight food cravings and stop eating when you should. You might need something a little stronger, and that's Riduzone. It's not a stimulant. won't make you jittery. It doesn't contain caffeine. It contains OEA, and that's it. Go to Riduzone.com. There's a special order, a special offer waiting for you right now. Riduzone.com. Pat Gray, Unleashed. I got some tweets at Pat Unleashed. Stop calling me Shirley tweets. AOC is now at this moment rewriting the Green New Deal. Every house in America must have a garbage disposal. It'll solve the trash problem. You just put your garbage in it and it disappears. (laughs) So great. Uh, Ben Raccoon's ginger neck beard uh, tweeting, Entertainment is to Avatar as science is to climate change. Garbage. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Uh, Libertarian Ninja tweets, I grew up on a farm in Nebraska and we had a garbage disposal. Once again, proving we're better than Iowa. I think I mentioned that, you know, maybe it's an excuse that you don't know what a garbage yeah. a disposal is. If you grew up on a farm in the middle of Iowa. But even in Nebraska, I guess their farms did have garbage. And disposals. just for the record, this is an accurate <clears throat> uh, tweet. Uh, the line, once again, proving that we in Nebraska are better than Iowa. Accurate. Uh, this guy's a liar. <laughs> tweets from uh, the 1% coming to America from Guatemala. 1% of the populations of Honduras and Guatemala have left those countries and come here since last September. Wow. Amazing. <clears throat> Turtle Apocalypse M tweets, uh, don't tell Bernie Sanders about the 1% flocking to our country. We know how he feels about the 1%. <laughs> Actually, we should get that message to him because he he can't stand the one percent. Maybe he'll finally do something about them coming here. We don't we don't want any more of these one percenters here. Uh, MRG seventy six nineteen. At this rate of immigration, the country might just capsize <laughs> in another year. Well, yeah, my, my fear, my fear is that, is that uh, you know the whole island will uh, uh, become so overly. Populated, populated that it will tip over, over and, and uh, 
and capsize. <laughs> and then the brilliant response? Yeah. Uh, uh, we don't anticipate that. <laughs> we, uh-huh. we don't anticipate Well, maybe you that. should, Admiral. Maybe you should anticipate that. I think that. that's why you brought it up, because uh-huh. nobody's anticipated it. And by the way, uh, <clears throat> we know about your hands being small. I know. Yeah. But they're not yours. Mm-hmm. They are my own. So uh, we were talking about Jewel during the break. Where is she mm-hmm. now? Look at that. She's got a new album coming out uh, real soon. Really? Yeah. I just closed How old it. How is she now? 44. Wow. She was young then when she was. Yeah. Because that was what? 97? 98? Yeah. But if you go to wow. her uh, uh, Twitter page, at um, mm-hmm. Jewel JK, um, it's, uh, she talks about a new album coming out this month. So I didn't know she was still making music. I didn't either. If I made it big and I made tons of money or something, man, mm-hmm. I would just go and hide from for the rest of my life from the world. I don't want to keep making stuff and working. Come on. I know. Stop that. you got to really, really be dedicated. Just keep going. Cause, yeah, if I win the uh, lottery, uh-huh. bye-bye. Good night, everybody. Yep. It was fun, <laughs> but I'm... Uh, See you in the south of France if you're ever there visiting. Yeah. <laughs> don't call me. <laughs> uh, this is kind of an interesting story. Apparently, months before um, Jerry Falwell Jr.'s game-changing presidential endorsement of Donald Trump in 2016, he apparently asked Donald Trump's lawyer and fixer, Michael Cohen, for a personal favor. At least that's what Cohen said in a recorded uh, conversation reviewed by Reuters. Falwell, of course, president of Liberty University, one of the world's largest Christian universities, said someone had come into possession of what Cohen described as Racy personal photographs. The kind that would typically be kept between a husband and wife, according to Cohen. According to a source familiar with uh, Cohen, the person who possessed the photos destroyed them after Cohen intervened on the Falwell's behalf. I don't know. Is this an explanation for his support for Donald Trump? I I don't know. Is it even true? Uh, Who knows? The Falwell's had no, they declined to comment. But uh, Cohen began a three-year prison sentence just this week for the federal campaign violations and lying to Congress. But he recounted this situation in that recording that was made secretly by Tom Arnold on March 25th. Uh, Portions of that we played for you before because he disavowed parts of his guilty plea. So supposedly the Falwells enlisted Cohen's help in 2015 uh, the year Trump announced his presidency. And at the time, of course, Cohen was the personal lawyer for the Trump campaign, for Donald Trump and his business interests. Um, the Falwells wanted to keep a bunch of photographs, personal photographs, from becoming public, Cohen said to Arnold. I actually have one of the photos. Without going into specifics, it's terrible. Hmm. I mean, I can't even imagine what that would be, but... Uh, Cohen would later prove successful in another matter involving Falwell. Two people familiar with the uh, matter told Reuters Cohen helped persuade Falwell to issue his endorsement of Trump's presidential candidacy at a critical moment. They said just before the Iowa caucuses, Falwell subsequently barnstormed with Trump and vouched for the candidate's Christian virtues. (laughs) And he's done it ever since. I was going to say, if there's any truth to the... To, to what you're reading there. Yeah. I that, mean, would, that would explain It the, would explain a can, lot. Can Trump do anything that would make you not support him? Nope. 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 We're I'm, good. I'm in it for life with this guy. <laughs> he helped me out of a jam. Uh, we're together. Oh, boy. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that's... Yeah. Who knows whether Cohen's telling the truth. That guy's a, 
uh, a proven liar. A proven liar. So exactly. <laughs> so who knows? But I don't know. Could that make sense? Yeah, it could. I just, I just don't know that that is the explanation. I, I, you know, it was just surprising the support and the level of support. Uh, the intensity of the support that Falwell has had for, I mean, even his students at Liberty, remember the, they were like, no, what, what are you, there were some protests, they were doing signs, they, they, I think there was like a walk out of class or something because of his support. Hmm. I mean, it, it was strange and continues to be, but you know, maybe it's just genuine. I don't know. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's just something that makes you wonder. Sure does. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, uh, yesterday something kind of satisfying, or the day before. When was Megan McCain on with Seth Meyers? That would have been Tuesday night. Tuesday I night. Yeah. And he continually confronted Megan McCain about her little Twitter battle with yeah, uh, Ilan Omar. This is just amazing. Uh, and McCain finally kind of gets in his face about it. Here's what happened. Uh, it's very strange for people to watch you sort of reverse course on that. Um, I want to ask uh, uh, about Ilhan Omar, Congresswoman from uh, uh, Minnesota. You know, she uh, was in a situation, you were uh, very vocal about some of her tweets. Uh, people were upset, thought it was uh, anti-Semitic language. She has since uh, unequivocally apologized for them. And then after that, uh, there was this tragic synagogue shooting in California. And you once Pause again it for just sort a of, on a Did Sunday, she unequivocally apologize for that? No. I don't think so. Nope. I don't think she unequivocally apologized. Uh, all right. There's a lot more. Unequivocally apologized for them. And then after that, uh, there was this tragic synagogue shooting in California. Mm-hmm. And you once again sort of on a Sunday show, a Sunday news show, uh, brought up her tweets again in the context of that shooting. Um, on George Stephanopoulos. On George Stephanopoulos, yeah. Um, and I just wonder, because I do think it's, it's fairly dangerous. And, and you brought it up after... Congress, uh, uh, woman uh, Omar also had some death threats against her. Do you think, you know, she's obviously uh, now stated she needs to be more careful with her language. Don't you think other people who talk about her need to be a little bit more thoughtful as well? Or do you stand by those comments of tying her to this, her rhetoric to the synagogue shooting? I don't think I tied her to it in particular. I think that I'm calling out what I see as anti-Semitic language, and when you're talking about But even um, after, you called it out after she'd apologized for it. I do want to establish um, the timeline. Oh, you I, I sure don't, do. I don't think you? the Democrats mm-hmm. are are hedging on this, and I think it's very dangerous. And I think Chuck Schumer and I are in alignment about Israel's stance in in geopolitical politics. I think it's of the utmost importance, and I think she is bringing her party to the extreme extremism on this. And I think we have to look to Europe and what's happening over there and that they're, you know, in, in the British politics, anti-Semitism is very common. And I see it happening over there and I worry about it happening over here. I stand by every single thing I've said. And if that makes me unpopular in this room or in front of you, so be it. Um, well, I don't. <laughs> see, that's a weird thing that you would take the position of trying to be unpopular. Here I am trying to, you know, find the common ground on this because I do think one of the, I think we could both agree. Were you bothered by her language about 9-11? Um, I thought it was taken out of context, and I think if you oh, watch that whole would you speech, give Good President Trump the same golly. same leverage? Right, uh, thank you. He had said the same thing. 
Uh, well, I would say that Donald Trump is certainly in no position to criticize her language on 9-11 based on the things that he said about 9-11, right? But would you give... I just think you have to give people the same credence, and I think... Well, I would, let me make the, the clarification between Donald Trump and, and Ilhan Omar is one of them has apologized and said they're going to try to do better, and they're going to be educated by people who know about this. That's what she said, and I think she... You know, it's an interesting thing when we have two Muslim women for the Good first golly. time. They do have a different perspective on things, and I think when we talk uh -huh. about... Uh -huh. The idea of, like, let's all try to meet in the middle on things. We have to listen to other people's perspective. And oh, I agree. I work on The View with Joy yeah, Behar yeah, every yeah. day. I listen to other perspectives on Is there love. a way for people to talk about uh, differences in Israeli policy without getting framed as anti-Semitic language? Yeah, I just think you can't talk about uh, Jews hypnotizing the world, talking about all about the you Benjamins. You keep Thank bringing you. up the two tweets that she's apologized for, and I think that's a little unfair to her, especially because Jeez. we've Are established... Are you a publicist? What? Are you her press person? No, I'm just someone who <laughs> nice. cares about the fact that uh -huh. there's someone out there who is uh, in a minority, mm -hmm. who has had death threats against her, and I think the that death threat we should thing. all use Stop the same with language the that you're asking threats. her to be careful about her language, and I, I would ask everybody uh. else to be careful about theirs. Okay. All right. I mean, I'm not sure what. Wow. What would you? What would? What would make you happy coming out of my mouth right now? I'm genuinely curious. Nice. I'm, not, I'm perfectly happy with everything that's coming okay. out of my mouth, and I like that we. No, you're not. Together. Okay. You yeah. seem a little. I mean, I think um, you know my Defensive? opinions are very strong, and I think sometimes because that I'm is coming on, across. I do want you to know that. But, uh, and so are yours. So yeah, you smarmy douchebag. And the way he does his little head nod, like, mm. see, uh -huh. I think that mm, so condescending. Screw you. And I want you to, when you watch that clip, can you even imagine for five seconds Johnny Carson doing that? No, absolutely not. No, he wouldn't do that. And he talked about how he would not do that. Uh, and, and by the way, just to refresh Seth's memory, um, Elon Omar said uh, regarding nine eleven. Some people did something, and that's why we need care to defend us from all yeah, the persecution. Yeah, well, that was taken out of context. Uh, context uh, that was taken right? out of context, Keith. And and I do want to uh, I do want to apologize. Um, she actually did quote unequivocally apologize. That's what she said, and this is why I unequivocally po apologize. And then as soon as she gets done typing that on her tweet, she goes. At the same time, I yeah, reaffirmed the problematic. Why, okay, that's, that's why not, I didn't consider it an unequivocal. I don't think you know apology. what that word means. Right. Ugh. Yeah, you can't unequivocally, and then you equivocate immediately mm -hmm. in the next sentence. Madness <laughs> doesn't work. Madness. This wow. World. Uh, he did sound like her publicist. He, you know, he did only defend her uh, on every issue. And Megan McCain, I think, did a little did did a decent job yeah, of pushing did. back a yeah. little bit. Surprisingly enough. Mm -hmm. Boy, her husband, did you see what he said about Seth Meyers too? I did not. He, that made him a little angry. Uh -huh. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> An untalented piece of crap right. who, I can't even explain the rest of it because it was... Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> unerrable. <laughs> but good for him. I'm glad because, uh, yeah, that would hack you off if somebody's treating your wife like that mm -hmm. on national television that... Uh, I mean, what a just it, what you're, a clear you're, cut uh, hack. Yes, you're there to entertain, man. Yeah, and and if and if you want to be political, and if you want to do that, what you just did with Meghan McCain, then you work for the company that has MSNBC under its umbrella. Go do a show over there, man. Yeah. Oh, that was dreadful. Yeah, it's that's. I mean, it's just the problem with late night TV. It's become so politicized. Him, mm -hmm. Colbert, Kimmel. They're all far left wing hosts, uh, yep. you know, picking up where David Letterman left off. The only one who's even close is uh, uh, 
Jimmy, what's his face on? Oh, Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. I mean, he tries, I think, to carry on sort of the Jay Leno tradition of sort of, you know, taking both sides on and doing it in a, in a, you know, not aggressive way. In a half, in a, in a happy sort of humorous, I'm just kidding around here. Mm-hmm. I don't really have a political agenda kind of way. These guys, I mean, Seth Meyers, you know, he has an enmity for the right and for Donald Trump. And so does uh, Stephen Colbert. Mm-hmm. And so does Jimmy Kimmel. And it's just, it, was just I'm gross, just tired man. of seeing it all the time. Why aren't there conservatives on late night TV? Oh, why aren't there conservatives anywhere? As a matter of fact, yeah. where, where are all the conservatives? <laughs> Have they been killed by the, by the fluoride and toothpaste as well? They're all gone. That's Everybody's gone. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, read an interesting story about Walmart last night. Uh-oh. You know Walmart store managers make $175,000 a year? <laughs> <laughs> I think they got sick and tired of hearing that they don't pay anybody anything. So oh. they released their pay scale. Um, wow. They outlined the average wages for their store workers and uh, talked about their improved benefits mm. and... Their store managers earn an average. This is just an average. So some obviously make more, some maybe a little less, of $175,000 a year. Now, the full-time hourly employees make an average of at least $25,000. Not great money, but you know, if you're stocking shelves at Walmart, you don't expect, I don't think, do you, to become wealthy. <laughs> that's, not, that's not where you want to be. That's just a temporary thing until you find something better. Mm-hmm. But it's an average of $14.26 an hour. That's more than, that's what, double minimum wage? Wow. That's real good. Pressure on Walmart has intensified as competitors, including Amazon and Costco, have raised their minimum wage to at least $15 an hour. Uh, Last year, Walmart expanded parental leave benefits for all company employees. Its executives often publicly cite added worker training that's intended to help low level employees. More easily advance to higher paying management jobs. If you have a managerial position that's worth $175,000 a year, you have you have the ability to be upwardly mobile in that company. Yeah. And that's been one of the one of the criticisms of Walmart is there's nowhere to, nowhere to go. Well, yeah, if you're a store manager making $175,000, I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> I'll stay right here. Thank you very that's, much. That's pretty decent money. Uh-huh. That's $1,000 a year more than con- Congress makes. So that's pretty good. Oh, that's huh. wow! If you're a manager at a at an Amazon warehouse, are you making one hundred and seventy five thousand a year? I wonder. Oh, let me see. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you are, but um, it's, I swore I was going to stop defending Walmart too with all their stupid stances that they've taken lately, and I, I don't even remember what those were. So that's probably why I just defended them again. Uh, the typical uh, <laughs> warehouse manager salary for Amazon mm-hmm. is uh, about 66000 Okay. So that's only $100,000 more that, <laughs> that Walmart is paying <laughs> over Amazon for a similar sort of gig. Uh, all right. 888 You know that at least 50 million of us miss work every year due to pain and we spend about two thousand dollars a year to combat pain and then at the end of the day we just feel like okay i'm just gonna have to live with this there's nothing i can do i've tried everything if you haven't tried relief factor yet 
You really need to. Relief Factor, uh, everybody in this building has tried it at some point. Love and it. loves it. Love it. And Keith just swears by it. Every day. I don't know what good it does when you swear near a Relief Factor pill, but he does. He swears by it. <laughs> I swear it. right by it. I'm standing there. Yeah. And boy, I just and he swears. It's weird. Cut, I don't, I don't even get it. a blue streak. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> So take the pill. You got this phantom kind of leg pain that you don't know why. Mm-hmm. Started taking a relief factor and the pain went away. Poof. And then when I go off of it for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and time to get some Comes more, back. the pain is back. It's I have, really weird. I have tested this both on purpose <clears throat> and on accident so many times. I know that it works. Absolutely. And the good thing is it's 100% drug free. If you don't want to be hooked on a narcotic, this is such a great way to go. Um, they offer a three-week quick start. It's just nineteen ninety-five, like a dollar a day for this trial pack. And if it works for you, you can keep ordering it. Seventy percent of those who order the three-week quick start go on to order more because it works for them. Now, if it doesn't, just stop using it. You're just out nineteen ninety-five. What do you have to lose? Try it. If you're in pain, this could help. If you want a drug-free, natural way to ease that pain, get your life back. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com uh, alright 888-900-3393 lawmaker in New Jersey proposing a uh, ban now on all bags not just plastic bags paper bags as well <laughs> all bags so I don't know what you're going to do at the grocery store in New Jersey but I guess you could put them in your shirt just kind of hold them and <laughs> walk around so. and- uh, you have to do what you do at Costco maybe just Put them all singly into your shopping cart. That's really handy. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. It seems like we we're just starting a week, and here it is, almost over. Thursday already. Mm. Uh. If you'd like to tweet us, it's at Pat Unleashed, where Jeff Foster Jacks, Jess, Jess Foster Jacks tweets. Uh, the libs hate Trump so much that I think Trump should come out against the border wall and for illegal immigration. Maybe then Democrats would be like, what? We must have a wall. We must stop illegal immigration. They do seem to just take the contrarian point of view with him, even if it's something they like. Yeah. And again, I'm kind of glad they do that because otherwise... He'd probably join him on a lot of stuff. <laughs> Don't tell them that. From Alexandria Go, uh, Democrat thinking, when faced with the many bat crap crazy candidates, I choose the least bat crap crazy one, Biden. <laughs> uh, oops, all berries. Ilan Omar unequivocally apologized for saying out loud what she believes. Not about the hate in the statement. That's true. Uh, Free range prisoner. These hands aren't your hands. These hands are my hands. Just some smaller version of much larger your hands. <laughs> Another way to sing the uh-huh. Jewel song, I guess. It, I mean, it doesn't flow as well Not, as the way no. Jewel pinned Mm-mm. it, but uh, okay. And that's maybe why Free Range Prisoner isn't a pop star, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just speculating here. Just speculating. Uh, <laughs> it's just an observation, okay? That's all it is. <laughs> We have this great video. Did we ever tweet that out? No, we can't. No. No, we can't. I mean, That's right. we could. We could, I, you know but what? no. Maybe I no, we can't. I no, will. I wouldn't. No? Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, Zombie Tinkerbell tweets, if Keith wins the lottery, he can buy a new larger TV, which will also help him get away from people. 
That's true. Yeah. I like it. Do you need to get away from people? I mean, were we talking about that this morning or it's just a general thing for you? It's a general thing. Yeah, I mean, for, yeah. People. Uh, all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust.com. If you're relocating, you both have to sell and buy. And man, that could be a tough process. And you need a really good realtor to get you through it. That's where the agents at real estate agents I trust.com come in. Along the way, Glenn and Tanya found out some really good things when they put this network together. First of all, as we all know, buying and selling a home, really important, really difficult, tough to navigate. So you got to choose somebody with a track record of success. You don't want somebody who just dabbles in it. There's no inexperienced or part-time agents in this network. You're going to want somebody who knows the market, who knows how to assess the market, knows the comparables in the neighborhood, and can adjust the price of your home accordingly so that it sells quickly. Because if it just sits there, you're going to lose a lot of money. And this is maybe my favorite part. They're fans of the show. So you got that in common. And you know you're not going to be traveling around with somebody who loves Bernie Sanders. Um, so don't hire a friend or a relative that just doesn't work out well. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Yeah, speaking of the bat crap crazy Democrats, not only do they have policies that don't make any sense, as we showed you yesterday, none of them are really fans of the country they're running to lead. I mean, I can't believe how often we're hearing this from these guys. This is Mayor Pete. What, Monday? Sunday? Just the other day. Our current president targeted with a message saying that we could find greatness by just stopping the clock and turning it back. That past that that he is promising to return us to Mm -hmm. was never as great as advertised, especially for marginalized Americans. Uh You got the governor of New York. We're not going to make America great again. It was never that great. I mean, the former president of the United States. I believe in American exceptionalism, Mm -hmm. just as I suspect that the Brits believe Brits. in British exceptionalism, mm-hmm. and the Greeks believe in Greeks. Greek exceptionalism. Lichtensteinians believe in Lichtensteinian exceptionalism. I mean, pff, there's nobody standing out above the rest. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Love having president who hated the country he was in charge of leading. The only thing I don't know is, does America punch above its weight? That's fairly typical you of know. the way that mm-hmm. uh, Danes had... Uh, punched above their weight yeah. uh, in international affairs. The Danes have done that. Uh, I've um, said this before, but I want to repeat. Okay, Norway punches above its weight. Yeah, Norway does. Uh, we too. have mm-hmm. no stronger ally than mm-hmm. uh, the Netherlands. Netherlands. Uh, they consistently they punch, punch above, above their weight. weight. Mm-hmm. Ireland punches above its weight. <laughs> it's a small country. It Philippines is. is not the largest of countries. No, but. Uh, but. It, it, in using a, a phrase from boxing, punches above its weight. Obviously, Mm Singapore is a small country, but as I've said before, it punches above its weight. (laughs) Huh. Yeah, these people are just amazing. And so genuine, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, as I said yesterday, other than Marxism, the the only other thing all these Democrat elites seem to have in common is their distaste for America. Their belief that America isn't that great. It never was. Shouldn't one of the prerequisites of this job 
being president of the United States of America, shouldn't one requirement be that the person running loves this country, believes in this country, and understands that, of course, we've made mistakes, and some of them were serious and egregious. But every nation has made mistakes and does make mistakes. This is no different from anybody else. But with us, the good far outweighs the bad. And you should also understand where those mistakes have come from, how they happened. Nearly all of the most serious infractions of human rights in this country, slavery, discrimination, the KKK, eugenics, all of those came from the Democrat Party. They came from progressives seeking to purify the race or the nation. I mean, is it too much to ask that the leader of the greatest nation on earth acknowledge that fact? That we are the greatest nation on earth that's ever been. They should be expected to understand the three-fifths clause. That that's not about the worth of a soul. It's about counting people and keeping the count of the South down so that we could get rid of slavery. They should understand the establishment clause. That it has nothing, doesn't say anything about a separation of church and state. It should be expected to understand slavery didn't originate with the founders. That that system of evil was embedded on this continent by the British and that we in this country, after its founding, ended it faster than any other nation on earth that was saddled with that same evil. Is it too much to ask that they at least acknowledge that an unborn baby is a human being with its own DNA? Or that the Second Amendment isn't about hunting. (laughs) Just a few basic principles that could guide us. It would be nice. And as far as I'm concerned, none of the Democrats know anything about any of this. They just don't understand any of that. And especially the abortion thing. The Democrat Party is worse on abortion than I could have possibly imagined just a few years ago. Do you remember when we... Uh, we were discussing, yeah, it was, it was Obamacare. And I can't remember the, what was the name of the congressman that they had to bargain with and uh, take out the, the federal funding of Fort abortions. Stupac. Yes, yes. I mean, he was like one of the few, but there were some who were still pro-life in the Democrat Party. Yeah, They're gone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is there one? Is Manchin, is he, Joe Manchin even pro-life? I think so. I think he is. Maybe there's still one or two out of hundreds. I don't know. But they're just so crazy now in the Democrat Party and on the left. They're just so out of their mind, over the top. Uh, Somebody put together uh, a little collage of activists going nuts and getting violent during peaceful pro-life demonstrations and the pro-lifers are just doing their thing peacefully demonstrating for uh, life and uh, we're going to have to uh, show you this from campus reform uh, a little later on but Also tomorrow, pro-lifers are going to descend on Philadelphia and that Planned Parenthood where uh, Brian Sims 
was attacking all of the pro-lifers. And none of them said or did anything. He just ranted and raved and they let him. They kind of tried to walk away from him. Uh, Just to remind you uh, who this guy is. He's actually uh, apologizing to the women of Philadelphia for not representing them better. Here he is. Hi, everyone. Representative Brian Sims here. And I'm actually up in our Capitol for this week's legislative session, but I stepped off the floor for a moment because I've received a lot of feedback about a video I posted last week, and I want to provide some background. Okay, do. do. You see, I've lived across the street or next door to this particular Planned Parenthood, (laughs) one of the most heavily protested Planned Parenthoods in Mm -hmm. America for the last 15 years. So? I've seen men and women and teens try to go there for routine health care, for checkups, routine for pap smears, for okay. breast exams, for STD screenings, and yes, for abortions. Yes. In fact, it's where I even treat for my own life-saving PrEP medication, and I'm grateful for oh, the services wow. that they provide. That's great. Okay. Good. I've also spent the last seven years serving mm-hmm. as a volunteer patient escort at this Planned Parenthood. Oh, good and for I you. And I have seen That's firsthand so the insults, the slurs, the attacks, and the racism that those protesters oh, aim at mostly young girls going there for clinical care. Care that those of us on the outside can never understand, and last week was no different. What I should have shown you in that video was protesters gathered together to pray at, not to silently pray for, people coming in and out of Planned Parenthood as they intercepted them and harassed them. In my years with Planned Parenthood, I've seen women and girls circle that block two, three, four times before finally driving Mm. away because they knew that they weren't going to get in because of those protesters. Good! But... As a Planned Parenthood volunteer and as a supporter, I fully understand, respect, and appreciate the non-engagement policy that they have. And I would never want to do anything that interfered with the care that they're providing to their patients. Mm. As an activist and an advocate, I know why pushing back against harassment and discrimination are a must, even when they're uncomfortable. But last Mm -hmm. week, I wasn't a patient escort. I was a neighbor and a concerned citizen. And And a douchebag. Aggressive. That's what I you were. I know that two yeah. wrongs don't make a right, and I can do better, and I will do better for the women of Pennsylvania. Oh wow! What a what a powerful activist! What a what a powerful voice for killing babies! That's beautiful. Is that beautiful? There's a powerful, powerful person who just wants you to know that Planned Parenthood is out there saving lives. Well, yes, murdering many, many, many more than they save, uh, but still. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> giving breast exams do they i mean are they they don't even have mammograms at planned parenthood i mean maybe they're doing the touch test i don't know uh but uh, planned parenthood is not about health care we all know that that's not what it's about that's not what they do they're an abortion mill and we all know it go to go to unplanned and watch that movie and then see how much they're about health care okay uh, but this is this is what we're up against now in the abortion thing. They've gotten so shrill and so extreme on this issue. It's unbelievable. Uh, do you have any idea who Busy Phillips is? Uh, some She's e-host, e-host that just got canceled, according to Candace. And, yeah. And uh, used yeah. to be funny. Uh, I guess she's not anymore, or she, her, because her show's been canceled, she took on serious topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, here she is talking about abortion. Uh, the, she's getting real Busy. Uh, about abortion. 
have to say something. Um, uh -oh. Here at Busy Tonight, you know, we tend not to be overtly political, but, you know, as it turns out, I'm just trying to be like a woman in the world is political. And I have a thing that I would like to say. And um, I hope that whatever it is that you believe personally, um, that maybe you'll be open to hearing what I'm saying. Um, so this morning, Georgia's governor signed a bill effectively banning abortion after five to six weeks into pregnancy. Oh, no. That's before most oh, no. women even know that they're pregnant. That's when they have um, a heartbeat? I know that oh, no. People feel very strongly about yeah, they, abortion, but let they, me just say this. Do it. Women and their doctors yeah. are in the best position to make informed decisions about what is best for them. Nobody else. Nobody. Um, and who are you and, and again, is, to decide Here that? is the reality. Uh-huh. And we know this from before Roe v. Wade was passed. No bill that criminalizes mm -hmm. abortion will stop anyone from making this incredibly personal choice, but these laws will put more women at risk. Mm. Every woman deserves compassion and care, Shut not up. judgment and interference when it comes to their own bodies. The statistic is their own one body. in four women will have an abortion before age 45. It's a different body. And that statistic sometimes surprises people. And maybe mm -hmm. you're sitting there thinking, I don't know a woman who would have an abortion. Well, you know me. I had an abortion when I was 15 years oh, old. Good for you. And That's great. How proud you I'm telling you, you be. this because mm -hmm. I'm genuinely really scared for women and girls uh, all over this country. And You're not scared for the I babies, though? That we all need to be talking more and mm -hmm. sharing our stories more. Mm -hmm. So, let's talk about the Met Gala. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was great. All righty. Uh, that's what we're up against. I mean, people who are proud of their abortions and love the fact that they've had an abortion. And we're supposed to believe this back alley abortion stuff if it was ever made illegal again. Do you know how how they exaggerated the back alley abortion thing and admitted it? I mean, the really the the problem was not back alley abortions. Even before Roe v. Wade, there were not that many back alley abortions. And this coming from a person whose grandmother died giving herself an abortion with a with a hanger. She got a terrible infection and died from it when she, I don't know, 34 years old, I think. So I know about uh, unsafe abortions. It, it is incredibly rare. And did they care about the Kermit What's-His-Face abortions? Gosnell. That killed so many children and so many women? Treated unsafely, unsanitarily? I mean, that guy was a butcher. They didn't care about any of that. They couldn't care less. They don't care about selling baby parts at Planned Parenthood. They don't care about any of it. All they want is for that abortion mill to continue. All they become is a is a death cult. Wow. Uh, despicable. It's absolutely despicable. 888-900-3393. When was the last time that you had your ears cleaned out? Uh, if they itch or you've got pain or you feel plugged up, you're always asking people, um, what? I'm sorry, what? If these problems sound familiar to you, or maybe you couldn't hear what problems I was talking about, uh, you need WaxRx. 
It's a physician-developed technology that safely and effectively removes the buildup and then soothes your ears with a pH-conditioned formula. Now you can use it without a prescription. There's no more expensive trips to the doctor, no more hassle, and no more sticking Q-tips in your ears that just push the wax back further and can imperil your eardrums. Try the WaxRx system risk-free today. Just go to usewaxrx.com, use the offer code radio at checkout, and they'll throw in free shipping. Finally, a real solution for this at home. It's usewaxrx.com, offer code radio. It's Pat Gray unleashed on the blades. Just a quick reminder, uh, Mother's Day, Sunday already. Can you believe that? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh let's go to Rodney in Virginia. Hey Rodney. You're on the blaze. Bingo. Bing bingo. Wow. Somebody. Not bingo. All right. Uh where did your bingo occur? Uh let's see, first row, straight down. That's true, down to the laugh track. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh yes. Yes, indeed. And the last one you, you got just it. got was what? You, you heard what? Punches above their weight. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Weight. The Obama uh, uh, montage. Nice job, Rodney. Uh, what do you want from the uh, shop.theblaze.com store? Uh, the black ball cap. All right. Mm-hmm. Hang on a second. We'll get you hooked up with that. Uh, appreciate the call. Thanks for listening. Black ball cap is a, is a good way to go. That's right. Baby. The Pac Ray Unleashed ball cap. Uh, that's a handsome, a handsome hat. It and, really is. And it covers uh, troublesome bald spots. <laughs> yes, I mean, it in does. theory. In theory. Yeah, I'm you not, don't have to have a bald spot yeah, in not, order I'm, to wear it, of and, course. Exactly. And I, I'm not mm. pe- speaking from personal experience, mm-hmm. although I am. Um, but yes. Yes. So it's a good hat. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred We were talking about the uh, left-wing insanity, about how berserk these people are with abortion lately. You remember, do you remember the days when the left would say, this wasn't that long ago. We want, look, nobody likes abortion. Nobody likes abortion. We just want it to be legal, safe, and rare. (laughs) Legal, safe, and rare. Because none of those things exist anymore. They, does anybody on the left actually <laughs> use that line anymore? I don't think so. Like I, they don't even. No, that's out the window. Now, now. it's now it's uh, uh, abortion on demand. I uh, did hear. I did hear the term not too long ago. We played played it from somebody. Nobody likes abortion. That's just nonsense. The left loves abortion. Abortion. The whole issue of abortion is what animates the left. Right. Yeah, it does. That, that is what sets them it off. That is, that's their purpose when they wake up in the morning. How can we keep it legal to murder babies? Mm-hmm. And, you know, murder them longer. Because Roe v. Wade covered the first trimester period. That's wow. it. You had the first trimester to rid yourself of this unwanted pregnancy. And then, I'm sorry, no. Uh, it's illegal after that because the baby's too far along. That's not a thing anymore. That's not a thing to them anymore. So, uh, just to demonstrate how crazy they are, look at this with the female activists going after pro-life people um, from campus reform. Yeah. 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 Good God. Please. Kicking and hitting. Ma'am, ma'am, stop that. Well, if anybody knows terrible people, it's you, Pudding. 
okay. Can you call the cops? This, this is, is not okay. You're right. Damn, it's not down. okay. This no is reason. not okay. Shut the f up right yeah. now. Hi, wow. I'm at the pit. There's a woman that just punched my friend. Uh, she said this is triggering me. <laughs> wow. Um, instead of putting her handcuffs, dragging her out, like I said, we're gonna we're gonna fight her, which is the same thing as an arrest. It's an arrest by citation. Don't you ever have to talk to me. It's not right to be here. It's both right to Let me take your time. You want to do something? Is she gonna do something? Another one just walks up and punches her in the face. A 15-year-old just got punched. Watch this guy. It's the baby. If someone was raped and she gave birth and she decided to kill her three-year-old child. Oh, my kicks her. Oh, shit. Wow. I mean, yeah, it it sure is. Wow. All right. So you need to turn to Jesus Christ. He can set you free from your sin. Listen here, son. All right. I'm as gay as the day is long and twice as sunny. I don't give a what you think Jesus tells me and what I should and should not be doing. <laughs> These are image bearers of God. You can go to hell where they are, too. Hi everyone, uh, Representative Brian Sims here, and oh, I'm yay. once again out in front mm. of Planned Parenthood of Southeastern Pennsylvania. What we've got here is a bunch of protesters, a bunch of pseudo-Christian protesters who've been out here shaming young girls for being here. And so here's the deal, I've got $100 to anybody who will identify any of these three. So we're actually going to donate to Planned Parenthood. I'm going to donate to Planned Parenthood, so look, really a bunch bad. of white All right, we're three. out of time for this segment, but uh, it, it just goes to show. How crazy they are over it and how passionate they are about killing babies. <laughs> Just really crazy I stuff. I can't understand it. Bat crap crazy stuff. 888 900 3393. Pat Gray Unleashed. liberals are trying to import socialism to America. What a lot of us don't know, maybe, is that HHS Secretary Alex Azar is actually helping their cause by trying to let foreign countries dictate the prices of your medicine. Now, doing this might sound good. You might think it, well, that'll lead to less money for your prescriptions. What it will lead to is shortages of vital medicine, and it'll set medical research back decades. And make it harder for researchers to find cures for diseases like diabetes, Alzheimer's, cancer. That money is, uh, a lot of it goes to research and development in the United States. It's something like, I just, I read this a while ago and I don't remember the exact statistic, but it's 60% of all medication that is developed on this planet is developed in the United States. And the mm -hmm. other 40 is divided between the rest of the world. I don't doubt it. Not between among the rest of the world. I meant what you knew. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't, we didn't sign up for foreign government governments to meddle with our health care. Thankfully, Freedom Works is doing everything they can to sound the alarm and stop Azar's experiment in socialized medicine. Uh, but they can't do it by themselves. They need your help. That's why I want you to go to freedomworks.org/pat 
and tell them not to fix patients. Fix, not, well, fix patients, not prices. Um, make no mistake about trying to fix the price of your medicine and tie it to other countries. That doesn't put America first. That's not what we need. Government price control doesn't work. As conservatives, as free market people, we understand that. So go to freedomworks.org slash pat. And let's put a stop to this price control stuff. Go there right now and take some action. It's freedomworks.org slash pad. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, tweets from Rebel Republican. Don't accept the I had an abortion so they're okay argument. A documented psychological side effect of having an abortion is that 30% of women who have one develop a strong desire for other women to get them. Oh, wow. Misery loves company. Oof. Amy, what's her face tweets? Uh, the reason that women got choked up after mention that woman got choked up after mentioning her abortion has nothing to do with fear for women's rights. Mm. Busy, yeah, Phillips. busy Phillips. Is it such a surprise that uh, her show has been canceled? Huh. <laughs> Could that be because I don't know. She sucks. Is that possible? I think that probably factored uh, into the decision. And it was decision. a terrible show that nobody watched anyway. Oops, Alberry's tweets, women and their doctors are in the best position to decide on abortion. It's like saying Republicans and Democrats in Washington are in the best position to decide how to spend your money. Never turns out well. From Occam's Electric Razor 2, <laughs> so if creepy Joe Biden can't get the White House, maybe he can get a job at Planned Parenthood as the mammogram tech. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, the hair sniffs are free of charge, though. Uh-huh. Uh, 888-900-3393. We also have a first aid kit out here because Keith oh. has injured himself once again. I did. Yeah, yeah, I did. So uh, He's bleeding half to death. He might. He may bleed out sometime during the course of the show. Yeah, I may I may got, bleed out of my, out of my hand a, here. He's got a paper cut. It's, it's a deep it's paper a cut. It's a serious paper cut, though. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for Just, not making I light. saw it happen. Yeah, I watched you. it happen. Yeah, so I, I needed the, well, I got the bandages, right? You know, but, you know, it might get to where I need the cold compress. You know, might, I got that here. I got uh, mm-hmm. I got the little baby bandages, you know, once it starts to heal a little bit. Do I have a defibrillator in case you go to, that's into right, defib? That's actually just right outside in the hallway here. <laughs> no no fool in there. And, uh, you know, I could I could keep it clean all day. Yeah, good. So that's good. good. I, I got to be prepared because that's make what I do. It? I injure myself on a regular basis. Even in the middle of the program, apparently. Paper cuts do hurt. I will give you that. And this they one is right on a vessel, man. It's the stupidest thing. Only me. Yeah. Only me. Uh, are you seeing this on Fox News right now? They got Tulsi Gabbard That's on Fox. That's what I Fox. thought that was. I couldn't tell. Yeah. Tulsi Gabbard, mm-hmm. a Democrat, is on Fox News. Fox and Friends. You just don't see that. Wow. You don't see Democrat candidates on. They won't go on Fox. Hmm. So bless her heart for doing that. At least she's uh, brave enough to go onto Fox News and try to find, you know. Or when campaigns are desperate. Yeah, it could be too. Because mm. is she even at 1%? I don't know. I don't know. Let's see. Tulsi, Tulsi Gabbard polling. Maybe it's just because they'll Fox will accept her because she's the most attractive of all the <laughs> candidates. <laughs> yeah, she passed the Fox <laughs> you got this test. Yeah, she, the, the Fox attractiveness <laughs> test has been passed by Tulsi, so they'll have her on. <laughs> that may actually be what that's all about. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh this is a really weird story. Couple in Mongolia 
have died from bubonic plague. Say what? I didn't think that's just a thing. Uh, yeah, this is what is this? Thirteen eighty six. Wow, that's sad. Uh, here's a good safety tip. Okay. Don't eat raw marmot meat. Oh, I should write that down. Yeah, write it down so that you, you know, when you see a dead marmot on the side of the road, don't pick it up, take it home, and oh. eat it. Oh, I saw a dead armadillo on the side of the road just out da, here. Da, armadillos, too. Yesterday. I don't know if it's bubonic plague, but armadillos are armed with some kind of nastiness, too. Right? We should look that up afterwards, because uh, yes. armadillos are... They carry stuff. Yeah, they do. What is it? It's I, I, I know something bad. Oh, I'll, is it? Is it? Uh, uh, hang on, I'll, I'll find it. I, I know. I know what you're talking about. Is Go it? Uh, it's the you know the disease that eats your skin away. It's oh uh, oh oh leprosy. Leprosy. Yeah, there it is. It's leprosy. Yeah yeah. <laughs> so so wait, Nasty. what was the safety tip though? I forgot. Don't don't eat, eat raw marmot meat. Don't. What the hell's a marmot anyway? <laughs> it's a rodent. Of Gross. some sort in Mongolia. Uh, so it led to a quarantine that let left tourists stranded for days. They couldn't leave until everybody was sure that, you know, the bubonic plague didn't spread. Oh, yeah, because that's how it happened uh, in the Middle Ages, you know, on a boat to Sicily or something. Yeah. You know how many people died in that? 50 million. 50 million deaths in Africa, Asia, and Europe in the, in the 1300s. Amazing. Marmot. I got a spoon. Now, nowadays, we can actually treat bubonic plague. It's not that, I mean, if you get it and you are in a civilized area, they can treat it with antibiotics. And, you know, it's, you're not going to die from it. Mm-hmm. If you don't treat it, there's about a 60% fatality rate. Or let's just, um, let's just, <laughs> just cut it off at the beginning there and just don't eat raw marmot meat. I think that's a really good safety tip. That's something I've lived by so far. And, uh, Me there, too. I don't see any reason to go against that. I thought that that was just an <laughs> unspoken rule of society. Yeah, too. Don't eat too. raw marmot meat. Well, here's my thing. I don't eat raw meat at all. How about that? Uh, that's kind of my thing. Uh-huh. Now, if I don't cook it until it's, you know, uh, uh, until all the taste has been cooked out of it. But I do cook my meat, no matter what. That's a good... Even though I'm, you know... I'm mostly vegetarian. Oh no! As you know, uh-huh. so I'm not that big into meat. Period. No, I do have a little, as you know, fish from time to time. Maybe some chicken from time to time. Oh, and chicken. Yeah, just a fish, couple of fish things. and chicken. Okay, for the most part, and and beef. You know, some beef like roast and hamburgers and steaks, that kind of thing. So you just make a few then, exceptions. Yeah, a few there's, exceptions. There's more. Uh, uh, probably some pork products like bacon, ham. Sausage. You got to make exceptions for bacon. I mean, <laughs> you that's have a to. given. It's bacon too tasty. I mean, that's just a basic fact of life. Okay, so besides the fish, the chicken, the beef, beef and the pork. And the pork. Yeah. Well, good. some venison. I've had venison. Okay. I've eaten a little alligator. Okay. Uh, bison, buffalo. Okay. But that's about it. Other than that, I'm mostly vegetarian, just vegetables and uh, fruits and stuff. So, mostly. nuts and berries. No. Mostly, mostly vegetarian. Vegetarian. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Imagine being evicted from your own home for not paying equity loans you never took out. That's exactly what happened to a Portland couple. You could actually be the next victim. Uh, the crime is home title fraud, and I know most of us a year ago had never heard of this. 
I had no idea this was a crime, this was a thing. But the consequences, if it happens to you, are devastating. And it can be really complicated to reverse this thing and cost you a lot of money. You just don't want this to happen to you at all. And you might think, well, I've got LifeLock, and that is great. It does protect you from most forms of ID theft, but not home title theft. Who would have believed thieves could steal your home? Uh, I didn't, I mean, how did that become a thing? Well, because our titles are online. And so they just transfer the title into their name, forge your signature on the document, and it's theirs. And then they go to another bank and take out a loan against your equity. You get stuck with the payments. Now, you can find out if you've already been compromised by going to Home Title Lock and signing up for a free title scan and report. Usually 100 bucks, they'll throw that in for just signing up with them. Um, go to HomeTitleLock.com before it's too late. Get some protection for your home. HomeTitleLock.com. <laughs> Gray. Okay, there's a lawmaker in New Jersey that is proposing a ban, and we've heard this before, on plastic bags and straws, of course. Blah, 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 blah. But now he is proposing to go beyond that. All single-use carry-out bags represent a significant source of the litter that clutters our communities, he says, in Mars, New Jersey's beautiful shoreline and parks. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to your shoreline, dude? Seriously, have you been there? <laughs> That's cute. That's cute right there. Instituting a five-cent fee on single-use bags that only applies to certain retailers doesn't go far enough. State legislators have clearly heard this message. They're floating proposals to ban not just plastic bags, but all bags, paper or plastic. Get what are you going to do face. with the grocery store? Come on. Get out my face. Legislation is making its way through the legislature right now. S-2776, as written, it would ban food, food, (laughs) it would ban food, which, of course, (laughs) the food stocks were poisoned in Vietnam. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to bag that? (laughs) I just had Judd Carrier disease. (laughs) It's called food, food. Uh, (laughs) Do you want your your food in a bag, sir? No, I, I don't even want any food. When did I order food? <laughs> Legislation would ban food service businesses and other retailers who have stores larger than a thousand square feet. Meaning what? Everything but a convenience store, I guess? From providing their customers with plastic bags, the bill will also naturally, of course, ban plastic straws. Oh, stop it. Violators will be fined anywhere from 500 to $5,000, depending on the number of offenses. I can't. Jeez. So the bill's already passed one Senate committee. Um, And one of the bill's sponsors announced his intention to amend it uh, to ban all stores from handing out paper bags, too, because originally it was just about plastic. That is, I mean... It's never just about fill-in-the-blank. Wow. It just gets crazier and more extreme every stinking day. Of course, I was watching uh, Blue Planet 2 last night. I, you know, if it weren't for the environmental message of these, I would absolutely love these series. That Because there was Blue Planet, there's Blue Planet 2, there's Our Planet. They're all... 
narrated by David Attenborough. Mm. Do you know who he is? He does a really good job. He's He was in the 1994 uh, Miracle on 34th Street. He played Santa Claus. Oh, okay. That guy? Okay. Uh, and And the cinematography in these things is unbelievable. I don't know how they get these shots. I mean, they've got close-ups of thousands of jellyfish and they'll go they'll take the camera right yeah. through the middle of them how do you do that without that, getting stung a million times right. that has got to be the, how do you do that the coolest yet most terrifying job in the world camera guy I, for a nature show i don't know how they're doing it and the animals seem fine with them whoever's doing this i don't know how it's done i mean close-ups of whales that touch their skin they show Sharks bumping into whales. They show sharks coming right up to you. Uh, they show the interaction between animals as they work together to try to eat their prey. Separate species working together to scare fish out of crevices, like, and they use each other to to get the animal out. Like, get this! It's unbelievable. I saw this picturesque um, uh, setting here in the in the Dallas Metro. Uh, my daughter was getting ready for a softball game, and there's this creek. And there's this really tall, goofy-looking bird standing in it. Mm -hmm. And I walk down there very quietly with my phone. I'm going to take this picture. It's going to be beautiful. Put it on Twitter. It's going to be awesome. This bird gets spooked immediately, flies away. And you're, yeah. and you're describing these. How do these predators I don't not know get how they spooked do I don't by know. a human there with this camera? There's probably a whole camera crew. Then they'll do time-lapse stuff. Oh, where love it. They're there for, obviously, weeks or months filming the same thing. They must put a camera in place or something. I, I don't know. I don't know how they're doing it, but it's unreal. Well, anyway, part of, you know, part of the deal was that they're talking about plastics in the ocean and whales eating them. And I did see that a whole pod of pilot whales mm -hmm. died with, and they had plastics in their stomach. Oh, so that's, so that's bad. They must have gone through the Pacific garbage patch. Oh, see, you know, twice there. the size of Texas. Actually, they said this happened off the coast of Europe, and so those oh good filthy Europeans are dumping good. stuff in the ocean. Bastards. Put that in your pipe. Yeah, right. <laughs> I thought you were the big global warming, climate uh -huh. change, environmental friendly people. I no, guess apparently you don't not. Love the earth. I after guess all. they don't. Wow, the I truth guess comes they don't. out. Europe. And by the way, you know who has lowered their CO two count in the last twenty years? United States of America, that's who. So, uh, tell me about Europe. <laughs> I love it. Uh, but if it weren't for that message, man, these would be the most incredible uh, scenes and the most incredible footage maybe ever taken. But they can't resist. And there is one new problem that has been introduced into the ecosystem. Global warming climate change and then they go off on that tangent for 10 or 15 minutes <laughs> okay i got it all right i know i loved i love one of the episodes talks about the coral reef and the fact that if it go, if the temperature rises in the ocean just one or two degrees it will cause bleaching of the coral reef you've heard that before what so they go through this huge thing about if they bleach then they're probably going to die and they show you that they bleach and then a while later, six months later, they're dead. And so you're thinking, wow, well, okay, I mean, that's not good. And then at the very end of one of the episodes, oh, by the way, the uh, coral reef regenerates itself. Like, 
Wait, what? Why did you minute. save that for the very end of the episode? Don't bury the lead. All right? Come on. How many times has that happened over the course of this planet? A thousand? And we just weren't there to see it? Mm-hmm. I'll bet you it has. I'll bet it's happened over and over and over again. And the coral reefs have regenerated themselves over and over and over again. So there is just a slim glimmer of hope. Yeah, uh, I think there's more than a slim glimmer, Dave. Okay, wait, wait, time out. I've got your solution. Uh huh. You use uh, Vid Angel? Is that what it's called? Vid yeah, Angel. well, not for these. No, no, no. Follow me here. Yes. Why don't you, you you get to tell them what you want to take out, right? The nudity and the cussing yes. and the whatnot. <laughs> Just say, look, here's a nature flick. Take all mentions of oh, global that, war, man-made climate change. That would be awesome. Out of this thing. That would be an awesome option try that it. I would absolutely use. You should call the company and try I know. <laughs> hey, can you take out stupid left-wing rhetoric out of movies? Can that would be nice. Can you please remove the propaganda from my nature flick? Jeez. <laughs> because I don't. these must have won awards. I don't know how they do it. I'd love to find out. Oh, there's probably a making of it. I'm going to look for that because how did you do it? And then they're all over the planet. These must have costed fortune to make, too, because they're in the Arctic one second. They're in the middle of the ocean in the Pacific the next. Then they're down in Antarctica. Then they're in Africa. It's all over the place. Pretty amazing yeah, series. Yeah, And I had some contact. There's a guy who uh, is such a long story, man. But there was a, a shot in a movie of this um of this great shark photo, and uh, through my uh, Google prowess, I found the guy, the photographer of it, right? Mm-hmm. And I reached out to him, found him online. Yeah, here we go. Uh, I'm looking for this. Uh, so this guy lives in like uh, Sweden or whatever, and um, I had him because Carrie loves sharks, and I had him send some really nice shark photographs as a present for her. Mm-hmm. And just corresponding with this guy. Sorry, I didn't see your email. I'm, uh, I'm I've been spending the last six months on a boat in South America, waiting for like this group of sharks to show up or whatever. You know, so yeah, spotty, you would have to spotty coverage, Discovery Channel, blah blah blah. Anyway, but mm-hmm. the life of the, exactly right. I mean, they just have to. That's that's I you just got to wait. Life. That's their lifestyle. Yeah, is six months at a time. It's whatever the animals decide to show up. So I guess you're you dive underwater. Uh, and do that every day for months until the pod of animals you're looking for shows up. Oh, man, I am not Can you patient. imagine? I don't have that I patience, man. I am not man. patient enough to be a nature photographer. That is way too titty- tedious for me. No, thank you. <laughs> and no. Then, and then if it rains and stuff, you're like out there in the elements, man. Or you, you get a hurricane out in the middle of the ocean? No, thanks. cookies. Uh, no, thank you. And you know what? And Discovery Channel is going to say... Um, we don't care. That footage is going to be incredible. Stay put. <laughs> right. Wait, you're in the middle of a hurricane photographing this stuff? Which they've also Stay there. filmed uh, in, in this series. So, yeah, pretty pretty amazing stuff. Uh, 888-933-93. Speaking of the elements, uh, Keith has been pushing this baseball game video with this tarp. I, yes. I guess it's raining or windy it's or something. It's a college they got baseball the, game. Uh, they put the tarp out on the field. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, something happened. Something happens. Yeah, let's see this tarp. Here it is. <laughs> All right. So the baseball players are out there trying They're to keep it down. Out. Helping them out, right? Because yeah. it's windy. Uh-oh, wait. Oh, wait. oh, boy. Oh, no. Uh, no! And then the tarp attacks. <laughs> oh, it's going to the stands. The net saved the crowd from being engulfed by the tarp. Wow. Look at that. And it just hangs huh. there. Huh. huh. There's a video that'll make you go, huh. huh. How about that? Okay. 
So, so the tarp attacked, Pat. The tarp attacked. And it's back, and... And this time, it's pissed off. The tarp takes revenge. This time, it's personal. You won't tell me where to go. <laughs> uh, all right. 888 Thank you for bringing that to us, uh, Keith. That was Well, it's not an animal video, I, I understand. No, it's not. Uh, those are no, currently banned from the Pat Gray Unleashed program. Exactly right. So I did the next best thing. I looked for an animated uh, tarp. This is an amazing story. Netflix is already... Streaming one of the biggest movies in the world. And and I think it's still in theaters in some places. Captain Marvel has already hit Netflix. Wow. Wow. The transformation is happening. Wow. That's impressive. Uh, it's an achievement that's seriously impressive when you consider that uh, this Chinese-made film in question, Wandering Earth, hasn't been available to U.S. audiences at all all up to this point other than a very quick limited screening and yet it's the third highest grossing film worldwide wow even even with the response to avengers endgame and that's going to be i guess on netflix too so interesting netflix already has and i noticed that they've they've got uh avengers infinity war on there too if you want to catch up on remembering that before you go to uh endgame you can do that on Netflix, too. So you got Netflix, Marvel movies. They must have... I, I don't know how they got this great agreement with Disney when uh-huh. Disney's trying to kick off their own channel. How'd that happen? All right, right, right. Um, I'm sorry. A, a toothmaker uh, just made a great point on, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, Likes animal videos? You like animal like. videos? We just... Mm-hmm. We talk about all of these nature I flicks. don't like the dog dangling a, uh, a string for a cat video. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> when you have incredible footage of, of animals working in tandem to get their prey and they're helping each other, yeah, that's an amazing thing. So you like the, the angry, fierce animal videos, not the cute, cuddly right, animal thank videos. You. Yes. Oh. That's true. Yes, I well, think that's safe to say. Twitter, I think you know your assignment. Um, get to work. <laughs> Send them to at Keith Malinak. Uh, any kind of angry animal videos. Send me scenes from Blue Planet 1 or 2. I'll probably probably play them. All right. So. It's going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag put that in your pipe. All right. Uh, we didn't get to the uh, genius 10-year-old. We'll have to do that tomorrow. Kid's incredible. This 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should be in fourth grade. He's a sophomore in college. Wow. And he does math uh, just a wee bit better than me. Yeah, just a tad. He's helping high school seniors with physics Calculus and statistics classes. <laughs> a 10 year old. That's good stuff. Wow. Uh, so we'll share that with you tomorrow. Plus, a uh, lot more, of course, uh, here on Pac Ray Unleashed.